0: strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah,
1: the Son of God. Bless the Lord, good evening to you and welcome to for Zion's sake. We thank you for joining us with the Volks. My name is Shelley.
2: and my name is June. Hi everyone.
1: It's good to be with you as we continue a word that we started on Monday evening and that word is having a one thing mentality. And we spoke about the fact in the world, the mentality is don't put all your eggs in one basket. And we're saying the gospel is totally different. And with the gospel and in our relationship with the Lord, we need to have all of our eggs in one basket. We see that the, the gospel is really a scandal to the values and standards and the philosophy of the world. Uh, The New Testament speaks of persecution for believers, abandonment, insecurity. And in the kingdom, we pointed out, those who would save their lives would lose them. The first are the last and the last are the first. And those who would be great are those who would be the servants of all. So in short, the gospel is radical and it does not call, call us to play it safe and have... And we're called to have all of our eggs in one basket, a one thing mentality. We looked in the Gospel of Mark chapter 10, the story of the rich young ruler who actually lived by the Ten Commandments, but Jesus discerned that he was lacking one thing, and that was having a zeal and a fervency that would require all other things. In this case, it was his wealth and his properties not to dominate his life. His possessions prevented him from taking up the cross and following the Lord.
2: Actually, Jesus said to him, because he asked the question, what do I do to inherit the kingdom of God? And Jesus told him, sell what you have, give away to the poor, And follow me. And the scripture tells us that his expression changed. Yes. And he turned away and was very sad. And I think it applies to us today in that if we ask the Lord, what is it that you're asking of me to do to inherit your kingdom? And the Lord touches a very core of your life, whether it's your own life to give up, something you love or desire. And your self-will will will turn around and be very sad and not do it. Or if you feel the, um, the difficulty of it, And you ask the Lord, Lord, soften my heart, change my heart. Help me to agree with you, Lord, that I would be what you want me to be. The Lord gives us his life and grace, his chesed, his loving kindness to be able to fulfill that which is what he's asking of us.
1: It's really true. What is that one thing that you would not give up? And if there are other things that you put before the Lord, uh, there needs to be a transformation that takes place in your life, that your one thing mentality would be the Lord and the Lord himself. We looked also in Luke chapter 10, uh, when Jesus went to the house of Mary and Martha, and Martha was encumbered with uh, her servanthood and um, she even complained to Jesus, why don't you tell your my sister to help me? But Jesus said she is doing that that one thing that's required. And this was not that we shouldn't be servants, but it we shouldn't be encumbered with service. The service should come out of a heart to serve the Lord and do it with joy in our heart.
2: And I pointed out that the motive... Of Martha's heart was to complain that her sister wasn't helping her with all the chores that she had and I pointed out that brother Andrews taught us how to live in the presence of the Lord in his service to the Lord in the 1700s 1800s when he became a brother And his job was to wash the pots and pans. And he learned how while washing and scrubbing those pots and pans clean, he was in the presence of the Lord. And I think that's what the Lord was encouraging Martha with, that whatever you do, do it not only as unto the Lord, but ask him to be with you and even teach you things in your own life as you go about your chores every day.
1: Amen. Amen. Let it be. We then turned our direction to Psalm 27. Um, And I encourage you to read the whole Psalm. David was a man after the heart of God who did the will of God. And we see from the early verses in Psalm 27, that David was faced with evildoers, adversaries. There was a host that camped against him, and war was rising against him. But then he said in verse 4, One thing I have asked from the Lord, that shall I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple." This is a message to all of us that no matter what, is, what the external situations are in our lives, our heart should be on the Lord. We should be aware of his presence because without his presence, we're on our own. And the Lord's promise was, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So David, a man after the heart of God, had a one thing mentality. That's, that was his passion His desire was to seek the Lord, to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of his life. And again, it's not just something that you turn on and off. It needs to be a condition of one's life. And when you look at some of the other Psalms that David wrote, you see this one thing mentality standing out. For example, in Psalm 38 verse 9, David writes, Lord, all my desire is before thee. In other words, his desire was to please the Lord. We go to Psalm 63, verse one. My soul thirsts for thee. My flesh yearns for thee. So you see that there's a passion, a zeal, a jealousy for that one thing mentality. He just wanted to glorify the Lord. We go to Psalm 138, verse one. I will praise thee with my whole heart. This wasn't lip service. He wanted to praise God from the heart. Maybe this has something to do with serving also, Jen, as we spoke about Mary and Martha. Do we serve God with all of our heart or do we do it for show and are jealous because others aren't doing it or are look at me? No, I will praise thee. I will serve you with all my heart we go to a great psalm, Psalm 103, verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. You get the sense of of David's fervency for the Lord. We look at Psalm, um, turn with me to Psalm 62. All right, 62, I'll be reading from the New American Standard again. Psalm 62, verses uh, 5, 6, and 7. Psalm 62, beginning in verse 5. My soul, wait in silence for God only, for my hope is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation, my stronghold. Remember when we looked at Psalm uh, 27, the Lord is my light and my salvation. There is such an intimacy and in relationship because David had a one thing mentality. He only is my rock and my salvation, my stronghold. I shall not be shaken. O oh God, my salvation and my glory rest. The rock of my strength, my refuge is in God. Do you get the sense of having a one thing mentality? It's not getting hot and cold regarding the Lord. But it's always have a heart that's on fire for the Lord, a desire to please him no matter what it takes. Again, a one-thing mentality is so necessary if we are to be witnesses for the Lord.
2: And that comes out of a personal relationship.
1: Yes, Lord.
2: Because David failed terribly and sinned terribly. And when he turned from his sin and repented... He saw the mercies and the goodness of the Lord, and God didn't take away what he had given to him, and he knew that he could find his refuge in the Lord. He knew that the Lord would meet him. He knew the Lord would protect him. He knew the Lord would give him all he needed to fulfill his calling.
1: Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Um, Let's turn to Philippians chapter 3, speaking about Paul. Paul wrote to the church at Philippi. We'll start this. I don't know how far we'll get, but we'll continue this tomorrow. Philippians 3. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. To write the same things again is no trouble to me, and it is a safeguard for you. Beware of the dogs. Beware of the evil workers. Beware of the false circumcision. For we are the true circumcision who worship in the spirit of God and glory in Christ Jesus and find no confidence in the flesh. Although I myself might have confidence even in the flesh, if anyone else has a mind to put confidence in the flesh, I far more. Circumcise the eighth day of the nation, in the nation of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law a Pharisee, as to the zeal a persecutor of the church. As to the righteousness which is in the law found blameless. Now here's the, listen to the dramatic change in Paul's life. He was persecuting the church. Verse 7, but whatever things were gained to me, remember, those things I have counted as loss for the sake of Christ. He, He forsook those things and have counted it as loss for the sake of Christ. More than that, I count all things to be lost in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus. We're going to pick this up tomorrow because he he put aside all other things and became a man of a one-thing mentality, and that was based on who Yeshua Jesus is. We pray this. We pray that that would be our mentality in the name of Jesus. Amen.